KEXP 90.3. It's Audio Oasis, the local music program. My name is Sean Nelson, and I am, what's the word? Thrilled, delighted. <laughs> if we were in Great Britain, I would say chuffed. Mm. But I'm, I've, I don't have a lot of experience being psyched, but I think I might be psyched mm. to welcome Cataldo live. Take it away, boys.
fun to play the song Photograph. It's fun to tune your guitar. It's fun to count in the next song, which is called The Person You'd Be Proud Of. so lucky, all I can think of is you dying, cause I'm worried that life owes me one, but the arbitrary happenstance of tragedy is tragic, so the more that these days wear on, the more lucky I become, yeah, that's why with the voice in my mind, though it's inevitably crowded, and I'll try the person you're proud of Though it may be mockish And we all weekly think it's a coach job that got sold in the room A souvenir, a hallmark card, a banjo hitter swing That doesn't mean that it's not true well, Who could lie to you? Beam of light Though it's inevitably crowded You know I'll try to be the type XP, it's 90.3, Audio Oasis, local music, live in the studio, played by the band Cataldo. 
Greetings, band Cataldo. Jean. Hi. It's so good Hi. to be here. Eric uh, Anderson, would you care to please introduce the uh, large band? I would love to. Capacious. Uh, to my left on electric guitar, I have Matt Beatty. There's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> uh, to the left of Matt, we have one Rob Hanlon playing keys and some saxophone. Just silence appropriately. <laughs> Next, right. great. And then moving right along, we have Stephen Baldock playing bass guitar. Then Aaron Benson playing some ox percussion and other oxy type of things. And then finally to my right, one a very, very wonderful drummer, Alex Westcote. What does that mean, ox percussion? I think it means auxiliary to... Oh, ox. Right. I right. thought you made of the skin of an ox. Or like an oxen, right. Because those are hand drums. And mm-hmm. Aaron, you don't have a microphone, um, but... If you just maybe just shout it out, does it? This is maybe the most banal question of all time, but mm-hmm. don't your hands hurt? Because <laughs> I mean, Aaron Benson is. I mean, with all due respect to all the drummers in the room, certainly one of the finest drummers I've ever known. But you're playing with your hands exclusively tonight, and you even hit the cymbal with your hands. This way, I get closer to the drums. Mm, right. I can actually feel them. A lot of drummers need to mediate with a stick. <laughs> right. I've, which, got, right. I've gotten past I think sticks. that's really sad. We'll be on sticks. <laughs> All right, excellent. Um, so I guess my first question is, how does it feel to be the only band in this zip code who's not playing at the Upstream Music Festival? <laughs> well, let me just tell you about my personal history with Paul Allen. Okay. No. Uh, we actually tried to work it out at a, at a funny venue, and it didn't happen, but there's always next year, right. I hope. Certain other bands represented within your band will be playing. Absolutely. One ruler will be playing the Barsuk record stage. Right. There, there he goes again. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I know bands where a person gets fined for doing something <laughs> like that. Clearly, clearly, you're not the uh, taskmaster. You have gained a reputation for being. I budgeted mm-hmm. for it. Uh, you know, I, th- I actually do think I have a, uh, uh, maybe Matt might owe me a small fortune <laughs> if we are going to take some fees when it comes to shred fees. Shred yeah. fees. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, Eric, you were in here, not in here, but in the other room, yeah, mm-hmm. just very recently, um, seems like only yesterday mm-hmm. to me because time has changed a lot and it was actually probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago. That sounds like that. about right, sure. So yesterday, and uh, we talked a lot about kind of the, you know, the process by which you made this record and, and uh, it, it did make me curious to, it's not really, I mean, there's a flippant way to ask, but um, how it feels for the guys in the band to sort of know that their necks are on the chopping block <laughs> if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Right. Uh, well, Do you want to answer for them? Uh, I think I feel super comfortable <laughs> doing that. Uh, I actually mandate that I speak first in, right. a, in any band rehearsal, so this is just fitting with you know the normal uh, MO at a Cataldo yeah. practice. But they seem to tolerate me. I don't know. Steven, you got a mic. What do you think? All I know is to call you Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, they all call me Daddy, and uh, it's all it works. It works out from there. Well, just in case everyone listening now wasn't listening then, right? It's hard to imagine, but it does happen. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about sort of the the process of of making this record? That it, it, it did take a while. Yeah, it was a long one. Um, I wrote songs and slowly but surely took them into kind of big fancy recording studios and tracked them with big bands, not unlike this, and then would take them home and tinker and decide what to keep and what to add to and 
where GarageBand actually has a better sounding synth or whatever. And uh, then we'd go back to a big studio and do it all over again. And so we kind of did the, uh, you know, the recording engineer of Seattle full employment act by <laughs> going, going to many studios. I think we've hit uh, maybe four or five kind of big ones here of Ast and Studio X and Hall of Justice and you name it. Uh, my bedroom, sure, uh, we've hit them all. Uh, so it was a long road, but it feels really good to have it imminently be out. And then you never panicked? Um, no, slowly but surely. Plan the work and work the plan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good Norwegian dad I'm saying. Gonna, yeah, that's uh, bumper sticker worthy, to <laughs> sure. be sure. Yep. Um, so so, so what, is the, what is the timeline with, uh, with the record? When does it come out and when are all... You have a, the Nerd Prom is coming up, but it's sold out, mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, so record's out April 28th. Uh, we are playing a big release show at um, Century Ballroom, which is on Capitol Hill. We're dubbing it Nerd Prom, and so people are dressing up, but there's a photo booth... Uh, there's a sprung dance floor that was built in 1908 and uh, it's going to be a pretty fun pretty fun show. Uh, other than that, we are also playing at Numo's on June 10th with the band Pickwick at their CD release show. So I think there are, that just got announced, so there should be some tickets. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and uh, you got two more songs for us tonight. I sure do. Let's hear them. All right. This is Cataldo live on Audio Oasis here on KEXP.
listening to KEXP, where the music truly matters. That was a song called Little Heartbeat from the band Cataldo. This is a song called Straight Up Western. Same artist. Here we go. Walk you outside to the car. Psych- 
Powered KEXP. That's Cataldo playing live right here in the studio. It sounded fantastic. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for Thank having you, John. us. Um, I just, point of grammatical order, I just have a question about the, not the last song you played, uh-huh. which is called Straight Up Western, but sure. the one before, which is uh-huh. called Little Heartbeat. Of course. And the, the refrain is, is it, I just want to feel your little heartbeat. That's right. Are you saying that? the heartbeat itself is little or is it the heart is it the beating of a little heart okay and Sean? does this person have more than one heart and you just want that <laughs> it's actually about an octopus okay <laughs> owner of three hearts i've seen little dory um okay so this is a great question and i went back and forth when it came to how to write it on the record yeah. of course as you said it could be little heart beat right three words three words or a little heartbeat heartbeat being a thing a noun right. Uh, that's one word. And that's where I landed. Although, you know, I just like to really leave my songs up to the listeners. Right, to you want to let the art speak for itself. I <laughs> that's understand. right. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of art speaking for itself, um, let me ask you an invasive question <laughs> uh, about uh, the instrumentation. Uh, one, one instrument in particular yes, featured please. on Little Heartbeat. Uh-huh. Um, there's really no there's really no delicate way of saying that the mm-hmm. saxophone is a, a signifier of a certain time mm-hmm. not necessarily just that one time uh-huh. obviously the saxophone is featured in all through the 20th century sure. and even into the 21st but there is a certain saxophony that is associated mm-hmm. with the 1980s uh-huh, um, sure. and we talked a little bit about uh, the 1980s feel mm-hmm. on your new record mm-hmm. um, I would like to know both from you and the saxophonist in question saxophonist mm-hmm. that sounds um, right all right whichever you prefer um, w- whether you were like you know what this needs saxophone or if you were like this part what it's not working on the piano it's not working on <laughs> the synthesizer. How did you get there? Well, when you look at Rob, uh, you'll see he has two, uh, two keyboards in front of him. It will be frustrating for radio listeners. Uh, well, you know. But there are cameras here, and you'll, they'll be able to see it. Right. If one were to look, you'd see two keyboards, and you'd see a, a microphone that occasionally plays saxophone. So the implication, mm-hmm. the microphone doesn't play saxophone. It really <laughs> records saxophone. Only. Anyway. Uh, and so the implication is that at some point, Rob is like, I think I should stop playing keys and start playing saxophone. Right. And uh, the provenance uh, of the saxophone in the Cataldo records is actually not like that. It's me begging Rob to play saxophone. Oh, I see. So Rob, please, begged, yeah. yeah, please tell the the room just your relationship with the saxophone. I've d- <laughs> it's complicated. I mean, okay, it's like uh, Eric w- uh, asked a friend of mine like for a recommendation on a saxophone player, and uh, you know, I worked my way through the list and eventually landed on Rob. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it was basically like. I'm not the biggest fan of the saxophone, even though I play it. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can just come and play as little as possible on your record. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to play any more than that. So I think that's why but you're, Eric, you're a reluctant saxophone player. Absolutely. I try and look for musicians that have a, a high amount of sort of self-loathing <laughs> on their own instrument. Well, and Seattle I, is a target-rich environment for that <laughs> sort of uh, work, as I, as I, in my experience. Um, 
But I'm curious, just, did, how long did you spend learning how to play the saxophone before you developed this disdain oh, for man. it? Oh, <laughs> man. You know, it was uh, just at the beginning. I mean, I planned since I was maybe like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I played all through high school and right. all that, and a little bit into college, and then I was like, what am I doing? I was a jazz, <laughs> One, I was a jazz sure, sax player, and I was just sure. like, what am I doing? This is not my mm-hmm. thing. So right. at that point, I was just like, I'm going to put this down for a while. And it just has crept back into my life in the most in, you know, insidious of ways. Mm-hmm. And now I'm playing saxophone in a band on the radio, which yeah. is like not what I expected. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. you've arrived. I'm here. Yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, we are uh, going to wrap it up here, but thank you very much to Cataldo. Um, uh, the record comes out in three weeks. That's right, man. It's creeping up. Um, and then what? Uh, and then what will you do? We're going on the road. We'll be uh, on the West Coast the first week of May. We'll be in L.A. on the 10th of May and San Francisco on the 9th and probably somewhere in between there around those <laughs> dates. I, I would assume that that seems <laughs> like a thing shrewd, people would do. Shrewd routing. That's right. Um, excellent. All right. Well, the record is called Keepers. It comes out on April 28th. They, uh, they're playing at the Century Ballroom on that very day, April mm-hmm. 28th. Yep. And uh, at Numo's with Pickwick on June 10th. Mm-hmm. Cataldo, thank you guys very much. Thank you so much, Sean. Uh, And we're going to get back to the pre-recorded music here on KEXP 90.3 Seattle.